This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is The Rita Cosby Show. On the Rita Cosby Show, there are so many questions as to what did Israel know before the attacks on October 7th. There's a New York Times report tonight that there was a whole bunch of intelligence intercepted that even included Hamas terrorists plotting an attack on paragliders. Remember, that's what they did. Uh, and a lot of details coming out about intelligence that Israel received and, you know, obviously didn't necessarily know it was going to happen October 7th, but there was a lot of intelligence coming forward about planned attacks that were coming from Hamas. Uh, of course, obviously, it's very hard to be able to look at it now and say, did you know it was that day? You could even say on October 11th, of course, uh, September 11th for us. You know, there was a dots of different intelligence and threats, but nobody exactly knew what was going to happen on September 11th, 2001. So it's often easier to be a backseat reviewer afterwards. But there'll be a lot of questions tonight about what did they do with some of the prior intelligence based on this New York Times report did they just discount it? Was it one of so many things coming at them? You don't know. But what we do know is that Hamas clearly at this point is intent on wiping out the state of Israel. Just a little bit ago, some damning words coming from the head of Hamas. This is the head Hamas leader in Gaza. And he came out. This is Yahya Sinwar. He, by the way, was released in a prior prisoner swap that Israel did when there was one Israeli soldier who was held. And what they did, this was, of course, being held by Hamas years ago. They did a trade for Palestinian prisoners, which is why it's so risky, all of these prisoner swaps that they're doing. They did a trade for 1,027 Palestinian prisoners. Right now they're doing three to one for every Israeli hostage that's being released. But for that IGF soldier that was held for five long years, they traded over a thousand, including this Yahya Sinwar. And get this, tonight some really stunning news coming out. And in the comments from him, these are the first ones that he has done that he's made public since the October 7th attacks. And he is saying that the leaders of the occupation, Israel, should know that October 7th was just a rehearsal, that there is so much more to come. 
uh, he further uh, says that there is just a lot more bloodshed coming. There are more attacks coming. There are more things in the works. If that doesn't remind everybody about just how dangerous the threat of Hamas is, not just to Israel, but to the world, and why Israel must wipe out Hamas. And I say that in the scheme, as we are hearing about our own Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, who is now over in Israel. And by the way, he has really been on an apology tour. And to me, it is downright shameful. As I'm looking at all the details and hearing all the information of things that he is saying, it's really pathetic. And when I was watching his press conference today, there he is over in Israel. And he spent, I'd say, 80 to 90 percent of the time condemning Israel, saying that Israel was the one that was being extreme. Israel was the one that was being overreaching, saying, okay, they shouldn't, you know, abandon their rules of war, that they must fight within the rules of engagement, even after they're going after Hamas. Are you kidding me? What planet are these people on? They are fighting ruthless terrorists who we just heard tonight are saying that October 7th was just a rehearsal. And the best you can do is say, Israel, abide by the rules of war. Can you imagine if somebody said, uh, when you're going up to bin Laden, could you read his Miranda rights? I mean, this is insane. Doesn't this just show that this administration is so out of touch? And isn't that an enormous concern for Israel And also for freedom of the world, because guess what? We have a wide open southern border. We've had millions of people cross our border, including almost two million gotaways under this president. And you have got to uh, believe that there are so many potential sleeper cells that are in this country. And there are so many people tied to Hamas and other terrorist groups that sadly wish to do America harm. And yet, our Secretary of State goes over there, and he seems to be on this incredible, you know, apology tour, and keeps scolding Israel publicly, saying they better have some sort of plan, a civil protection plan, a civilian protection plan, before they start the next phase of the war, which, by the way, could start in the next few hours, because so far, both sides even though they are frantically trying to come to some sort of agreement, have not reached a mutual agreement to continue the ceasefire. So it could be, you know, the war starting at any moment at this point. So this is a very dangerous, very difficult, and really treacherous time. And yet we have our Secretary of State for the Biden administration over there pointing the finger at Israel. It seems like at every turn they are pointing the finger at Israel. Take a listen. Here is Antony Blinken today. Again, he goes out. He's in Israel going over there, and he barely scolded Hamas. And yet, boy, at every turn, he seemed to be questioning Israel and its tactics. Take a listen. The way Israel defends itself matters. It's imperative that Israel act in accordance with international humanitarian law, and the laws of war. That means taking more effective steps to protect the lives of civilians, including by clearly and precisely designating areas and places in southern and central Gaza where they can be safe and out of the line of fire. Israel has the most 
sophisticated, one of the most sophisticated militaries in the world. It is capable of neutralizing the threat posed by Hamas while minimizing harm to innocent men, women, and children. And it has an obligation to do so. Ultimately, that's not just the right thing to do. It's also in Israel's security interest. And a little bit more of Antony Blinken. There you heard him going after Israel. Here is a little more because he starts getting asked the question about extremist violence. And I'm thinking, okay, he's clearly talking about Hamas uh, because going in and slaughtering women and children, 1,200 people, including babies, and also, of course, innocent women, children, all civilians going in and slaughtering, raping, beheading. Surely he's talking about you know, what Hamas did when they came into these kibbutzes on October 7th. No, 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 no. Some of the media were asking, what are your plans to go after the extremists, Israeli settlers, and listen to his answer? You can't wait to hear this one. With regard to um, extremist violence, all I can, uh, all I can tell you is this. Um, we're um, uh, looking to the Israeli government. Uh, to take some additional steps to really put a a stop to this. And at the same time, we're considering our own steps. So we're going to see what we should do about these extremists on the Israeli side. I mean, doesn't this just seem utterly insane? Here he is. He's in Israel, and he's talking about the extremists on the Israeli side. And even if he gets asked a question like that by the media, shouldn't he have turned it around and said, uh, but let's really talk about, speaking of extremists, more than anything, let's talk about Hamas. This needs to be condemned. This needs to be stopped. We can't have this. I mean, this to me is the definition of insanity. And this also is downright dangerous. And I also believe this is where We are right now with this administration. They don't know which way is up. They don't know if it's heads or tails. And all they seem to be doing is continuing to slam Israel. And here is Israel waiting, 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 waiting. Uh, Obviously, they want to get these hostages out. There were more hostages tonight. But I find this downright shameful for our Secretary of State to be on an apology tour, it seems like he's advocating more for Hamas. And then he kind of says under his breath, well, yeah, 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 Uh, Hamas, obviously what they did was unconscionable what they did. Uh, But let's go back to basically slamming Israel. This to me is an incredible moment. And it also shows that this administration, A, doesn't have a spine. They are bending to political will because they are watching some of the protests. They know that they're losing a lot of young voters that are out there and that are angry at this administration for even saying anything nice about Israel. And I contend they have been way too weak. Had this president been clear, had he been concise from the very beginning and said, do not touch a hair of an American, do not go into Israel, he has been weak, he has been waffly, Look at what he did with Afghanistan. Look how everything happened with Ukraine. It's still drip, drip, drip. They're still not even getting the weaponry that they want. I contend that Obama's policies that have continued into Biden's policies have really exacerbated and continued the war. 
Had he given them all the weaponry that they needed at the beginning? Had he not said, hey, if there's, quote, a minor incursion, we wouldn't maybe even be where we are with Israel. Everybody's watching. The world is watching. And they're seeing a very weak U.S. president. And now when he has the moment to go over there and step up and stand shoulder to shoulder with Israel, he says he's supporting Israel. But he clearly is also seeing some of these crazy protesters in the streets of New York and elsewhere And he's obviously bending to some political will because he's going over there and chastising Israel as opposed to chastising Gaza, chastising Hamas, chastising the protesters that are beating up cops in the streets or walking down the streets with swastikas. Where is the outcry to that, Mr. President? I am embarrassed and I never thought we'd be in a position where we're seeing an American president on an apology tour. He has been shameful, and what he said today was downright dangerous. And this is absolutely frightening, and it's frightening to the world. And then he has this moment where he doesn't even use it to condemn Iran. Not only does he barely condemn Hamas, he really doesn't even use the word Iran. He never said it once today. He didn't say Iran is responsible for funding Hamas. Iran's responsible for funding Hezbollah, all these terrorism groups. Um, Iran is not worried. They're saying billions of dollars of cash. And it's coming on and on and on from this Obama administration. And I call this Obama part three because that's what's happening with this president. Weakness begets danger and also It is dangerous, not just for Israel, but it's dangerous for the world. And here is Israel. They're hours away right now from seeing if indeed there's going to be a new deal. They don't know. There may be a new deal. There may not be a new deal. But this president seems to be putting them on ice and he is publicly chastising them. And that is dangerous. Listen to what Mark Regev who is one of the spokespeople for Netanyahu, said right after he heard Blinken speak, and this is a great exchange, it says it all. This is Martha McCallum on Fox News interviewing Netanyahu's spokesperson, saying, uh, were you embarrassed? Were you upset that you suddenly didn't hear uh, anything about Iran? Now you hear Antony Blinken, the Secretary of State, talking about the day after. Um, can you eliminate Hamas or whoever could supplant or replace them or be the new Hamas if the United States doesn't directly send a very strong signal to Iran? And are you disappointed that this administration is not speaking more forcefully about the role of Iran? So it's clear, Martha, there's an axis of evil. The head of the octopus, if we can use that metaphor, is in Iran. And the octopus has tentacles. There are the Houthis in Yemen, there's Hezbollah in Lebanon, and there's Hamas in Gaza. And if we succeed, and we will, in defeating Hamas in Gaza, uh, that's one of the tentacles has been cut. And that will put the whole axis of terror, the Iranian-controlled axis of terror, in a weaker position. They'll be playing defense. But in terms of what we just heard, Antony Blinken didn't mention Iran, Ambassador. Why, Why not? 
Well, that, that you have to ask him, but it's clear to me and to the government of Israel, and I think to the people of Israel, that Hamas wouldn't be the force it is today without Iranian support. You know, Iran uh, funds 93% of Hamas's military budget. Uh, they are, receive weapons, they receive training, and their sister organization in Lebanon, the sister terrorist organization, Hezbollah, both Hamas and Hezbollah are part of Iran's Absolutely. axis of terror. Well, we don't hear that from the White and House, so, so that's why I'm asking, you you know, if how, I don't know how you can eliminate Hamas if you don't get to the root of, of what is driving Hamas. Yeah, if you're not talking about what's driving Hamas and you're not saying Hamas, uh, you're the bad guys, Israel, you were the ones who were slaughtered. It's a problem. We're going to take your calls after the break. This, I think, is a shameful, disgusting moment. Uh, for this administration and for the world. 1-800-848-9222. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. It's the Rita Cosby Show. We are talking about our Secretary of State going over there and scolding Israel and seeming to give Gaza and especially, more importantly, Hamas a pass. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Judith, line five. Judith, your thoughts about all this? Hi, Rena. Um, You know, I want to add something, something that no one mentions. Think about this. When Trump was in office, he closed down the PA or PLO, they're all, they're all the same bunch. They're all of them, you know, like the Abbas, they're all in cahoots. Uh, and they, he closed it because their agenda is uh, pay to slay. And I think it's under the Taylor Act because they uh, basically, um, they kind of, they pay anyone that sneaks into Israel and just kills civilians. And they've been doing that for who knows how long. And they pay them so much money for this. And what happened? Uh, like, is your point that Biden uh, had Biden pledged to reopen? He did it. In other words, the minute he became president, he reopened that office. My question is, how come this administration and how come nobody, not one politician, has been yelling about something like this? Because they're encouraging this kind of paying pay. You know what, Judith? Um, uh, actually, do me a favor, Judith. Stick with us because you got a good point. We're going to talk more about it after the break. 
Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back to Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, a very powerful story coming from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where a trooper has been reunited with a man who saved his life back in August. Pennsylvania State Trooper Josh Osh, who was off duty at the time, stopped to help a tow truck driver who had been involved in a hit and run accident. As the trooper was putting on reflective safety equipment and setting up glow sticks, he was struck and thrown 10 feet into the air by a car, which did not stop to give him aid. Blair Johnson, who is a tow truck driver, dragged Osh from the center lane to the side of the road. He stabilized his neck and he stayed with him until help arrived on the scene. The two met just recently to discuss the incident and reflect on what happened. And the truck dri- uh, the tow truck driver said, I saw it coming. I knew he didn't see it. He had his back turned. I just let out as loud as I could a loud, loud scream. And the officer said when asked if he felt like he was going to die, he said, I felt like it was definitely a possibility. And the tow truck driver said it was so great to see the officer and to see the trooper and knowing that he was able to survive. Amazingly, by the way, Osh, by the way, his legs were broken during the incident, one of them in five places. He had two surgeries and he is going through extensive physical therapy. But he said he is lucky to be alive. And he said everything that this man did to save my life I am deeply, deeply grateful. It was easy to have someone to talk to there, and I am so thankful that it was him. Wow, wow, wow. What a powerful story, and how incredible uh, that he was able to talk to this guy, and he was able to save the officer and get him help immediately. And it just goes to show that we have to appreciate our men and women in blue, uh, that their work is often so dangerous and so risky. And also, thank goodness for the great bystander who helped in the nick of time. Well, we are talking about the fact that Antony Blinken, our Secretary of State, seems to be continuing this apology tour. Now, this comes while he is over there in Israel. There was a terrible attack today that happened at a bus stop there. And a number of people were killed Three dead in Jerusalem. There was a shooting, and Hamas has claimed credit for it. They're bragging about it today. Also, eight other people injured. And we just heard from the leader of Hamas just a little bit ago saying that October 7th was just a rehearsal. This is a dangerous time in the world, and we have a president and also an administration with Antony Blinken that are waffling that are wobbling, and that is not good for not only Israel, but for the world. It is extraordinarily, extraordinarily dangerous. It also comes as they're facing immense pressure from folks at home, and I contend that that is a big reason why we are seeing them waffling, because there are different people, even from the Obama administration, 
For example, Ben Rhodes, who was the former deputy national security advisor to then President Barack Obama, he penned an essay uh, essentially criticizing the Biden administration's support for Israel's right to defend itself, saying that Israel's war in Gaza is in violation of international laws. This is the deputy national security advisor, one of the top advisors to then-President Obama, criticizing the Biden administration, saying that they shouldn't be as supportive of Israel. Are you kidding me? You just heard what Blinken said. He is putting the moral equivalency, basically putting, you know, Hamas and everything that's happening in the same place as Israel. This is shameful. And this is so dangerous. And even Netanyahu has said, listen, they're coming for you next. It may start in Israel, but if Hamas is not defeated now, they're coming for who they consider the great Satan, and that is the United States. So, boy, is this a mess. And this administration seems to be buckling under incredible pressure from those who don't want them to support Israel. So much for having a backbone, so much for having a spine. And listen to Antony Blinken. Here he is a little bit more uh, talking, of course. He says, yes, Israel has a right to defend itself. But then he says, but. Listen to this one. Israel has the right to do everything it can to ensure that the slaughter Hamas carried out on October 7th can never be repeated. Hamas cannot remain in control of Gaza. It cannot retain the capacity to repeat that carnage. That was only underscored by this morning's appalling terrorist attack on people waiting at a bus stop in Jerusalem, which killed three Israeli civilians and wounded at least six others, including two American citizens. Hamas has claimed responsibility for that attack. It called its perpetrators heroic. We mourn those killed just as we mourn the loss of every innocent civilian life, Israeli or Palestinian. So equating Palestinian lives with Israeli lives. So it's like everything's on equal billing. He's not showing clearly who our ally is. And this is incredibly, incredibly dangerous, I think, for this moment. And here is a little bit more of Antony Blinken, uh, because he's also saying that there are going to be standards. There's going to be a hitch that when Israel goes in and they expect that Israel will go in, listen, if they don't settle a truce today, Israel could end up going in uh, as early as tomorrow. Netanyahu says they are ready to fight, that if they don't you know, reach another sort of extension and they don't get word that they'll get 10 more hostages from Hamas, they're going to go in. They said our mission is to continue. There's no doubt about it. And then on the flip side... Hamas is saying that they're also gearing up as well. But listen to what our Secretary of State said. He says, you know what? There is a hitch and there will be conditions if Israel's going to go back in. Uh, this is amazing. Listen to this moment. It's making tons of headlines tonight. Before Israel resumes major military operations, it must put in place humanitarian civilian protection plans that minimize further casualties of innocent Palestinians. That means taking more effective steps to protect the lives of civilians, including by clearly and precisely designating areas and places in southern and central Gaza where they can be safe 
and out of the line of fire. It means avoiding further significant displacement of civilians inside of Gaza. It means avoiding damage to life-critical infrastructure, like hospitals, like power stations, like water facilities. And it means giving civilians who have been displaced to southern Gaza the choice to return to the north as soon as conditions permit. There must be no enduring internal displacement. All of this can be done in a manner that still enables Israel to achieve its objectives. This, to me, is shameful and it's incredible. Here we have a U.S. Secretary of State, and he is putting conditions on Israel at every turn. He is making them fight a war against ruthless terrorists, Hamas, that went in and slaughtered women and children on October 7th. And he's making Israel go in with at least one hand tied behind their back. And Israel seemed like they were ready to go almost after October 7th. They wanted to go in almost pretty quickly. And then it was, wait, wait. And you wonder, what were the conversations that the American administration had on Israel even at that moment? Maybe to tell them to go slow or wait or get a plan. Uh, what were they saying behind the scenes? And we know that they have consistently been pushing for a ceasefire. Israel wants to obviously get the hostages back. But they also want to slaughter Hamas because otherwise Hamas is coming right back at them. We just talked about the leader of Hamas who said that October 7th was just a rehearsal. They are planning to come back at Israel over and over again, which is why Israel has to eradicate them. And then to have an American administration be so waffly and there is Antony Blinken going over there, putting conditions on every move that Israel is making and barely chastising Hamas, not even mentioning Iran, which is the head of the snake, if you will, the ones that are funding Hamas and Hezbollah and the Houthis and all these other terrorist groups. What is wrong with our administration? Why does this president not have a spine, and why does he not have moral clarity? He says he supports Israel, and then yet it seems almost at every turn he's chastising Israel, putting conditions on the kind of war that they can wage, saying, here, we want to see your plan before you go in. What is he saying privately? That's what he's saying publicly. Privately, you wonder, is he saying, maybe we'll withhold aid, maybe we won't do this, maybe we won't do that? This, to me, is very scary, and it's very dangerous. And also, it makes it so much more difficult for Israel to wipe out Hamas, And also, it also puts America in danger because if Hamas and all these other terrorist groups feel emboldened and they don't feel that it is lockstep between the U.S. and Israel and that they are very, very clear and steadfast in terms of the relationship and no wavering with support for Israel, well, that's a bad sign because they will smell weakness and these terrorist groups will take advantage of it. And they will come at Israel time and time again and other places, potentially America as well. This is a dangerous time for the world. And boy, everybody's just got to wake up. And this administration has to stop the apology tour, stop the appeasement tour, and stop trying to do this moral equivalency between, it seems like, Israel and Hamas. It is really an astounding moment. 
1-800-848-9222. Let's go back to Judith, line five. Uh, Judith, you were saying that there was this office. I, I remember hearing that uh, that yes. at least the Biden administration wanted to open it. Um, but they but did. okay. So so now you're right. Trump said he didn't want it. Obama uh, Biden signaled he did. Obviously, are you saying no, you no, think Trump, there's Trump, money, Trump, or what Trump. do you think? No, no. Uh, Trump actually closed them down, and he said, "As as long as you have this agenda, pay to slay, we are not going to give you a penny, and we're closing down your office." The minute Biden got in, he opened that up. And I, my question is, how in the name of anything, how could you open up this office when you know that their agenda, uh, Abbas and all of them, that they pay them four times as much? It's a business. It's a business, a hit business. They go in and they kill people, nilly-willy, innocent civilians, okay? And they get paid for it. And this is like part of the... Uh, Washington um, agenda that they allow this, our taxpayers' money is going towards this, okay? By the way, by the way, by the way, do you remember Mm -hmm. also the first statements? You just reminded me, Judith, and two issues there. You're right that there is this uh, part of the education system with the Palestinian and PLOs, the Palestinian Liberation Authority, um, Mm -hmm. uh, but um, the PLA, um, but, um, but, there is this indoctrination and this education process, just like you said, where they pay. Um, and also in the propaganda, you see in their education books, uh, they're blasting Israel like they, you know, they're teaching new generations to hate Israel, even in their education yeah. books. And you're right. Yeah. Um, but but you know what? You just reminded me, uh, Judith. Also, you just reminded me um, just uh, for a moment of what happened. Do you remember right after October 7th happened? There was that statement that came out from the PLO. Uh, it was basically the Palestinian office of the State Department on the other end over there in, you know, in uh, I think it was in uh, it might have been in Gaza or West Bank. And they came out and remember, they were doing the moral equivalency right away. Then they pulled that tweet after they got so condemned. But it was like they were calling for a ceasefire. I think it was like minutes, it seemed, after the October 7th attack. So you're right. There is a history here, Judith. So so what do we do? What what do you think? First of all, this administration is giving millions of dollars to Iran. This administration, you just heard what Antony Blinken said. I'm not surprised that about that PLO office that you're talking about. And that saddens me. Well, you know, Rita, you're terrific. But I want to tell you something. Uh, first of all, to me, I call him stinking Blinken <laughs> a long time ago. That's who he is. He's an idiot. But you know, it's not, he's worse than an idiot. But you know something? And he, it, this whole administration, there's something really, really sinister with the whole administration here, okay? They're very complicit to give $6 billion to Iran when they know Iran is the number one terror. You know, they, they sponsor terror over the place, and they're part of they're, they're a huge problem. Hamas, they don't care. They use their own people as human shields. There is no, they have no scruples. They have nothing. They use their own people, let alone the hostage they took, but they take their own people. They build their tunnels. They have everything in their hospitals. And Blinken's talking about watching out for the hospitals. They're the ones that have human shields right there, all the people there. It's unbelievable. They say nothing against Hamas. You're right. They say nothing against everything. And they're just constantly busy hitting on Israel when Israel's always the one. You know what I tell you, Rita? If people would know their history, that's the problem. People don't know the history, and they have now, from all these Arab countries, they have 
they have uh, brought books to all these universities. And over these years, they have brought together so many lies, so many lies against the truth and against what really has been happening. And if people really know about the history, they would know that Israel is so innocent and is always the victim. They're always being attacked. All they want to do is live in peace and harmony. They have people in their government that are representatives of the Arab Palestinian uh, people over there. They have like 12 percent are, are, are Arabs that are in their Israeli government. They've got judges. They've got everything there. It's so democratic over there. You couldn't find that in any of these 22 Arab countries. Show me one Israeli Jew or something in any government, let alone anything. Well, well, by the way, Judith, that's exactly Mm. why, like when October 7th happened, uh, they had many Palestinians that were working already in Israel. Uh, Israel thought they were at a ceasefire. Uh, They were allowing all these different faiths and different people coming into their country. And sadly, look what happened. You know, I mean, this is it is it is so horrible and so horrific what happened. But but you are right. There are so many problems here. And that's why you need somebody with clarity and you need someone who is concise and you need somebody who clearly knows what's right and what's wrong and going after. It can't be this gray and it can't be not taking on the education system like you talked about. It can't be uh, someone who's afraid to take on the money uh, and paying some of these people who commit these heinous acts. Uh, that's why, boy, given the tough stuff happening in the world, there are so many people. And I said this line before, I'll take a mean tweet over a mean terrorist any day of the week. And boy, it puts a lot of stuff in perspectives because the world is so much more dangerous as I have seen in the last few years since this president, President Biden, has taken over. His waffling, his grayness, his complicity, his appeasement just doesn't work. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll continue your calls, everybody, after the break. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And coming up in the next hour, we'll continue to talk about what I think are disgraceful comments coming from Antony Blinken, the Secretary of State. Also, uh, some good news coming out of Israel, some more hostages coming out, including the first one who was paraded by Hamas in a horrible, horrible propaganda video. Uh, Her arm was severely injured. I was so happy to see that she was one of the ones who did get out today. We're going to talk about that. Also, George Santos, there will be a vote in a matter of hours to potentially expel him from Congress. What do you think about it? And he's trying to turn the table saying, if you're going to expel me, uh, you should expel some members of the squad. We're going to talk about that and so much more. What do you think? Uh, There's a number of them uh, that maybe could qualify for that criteria. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Uh, let's go to Robert, line one. Uh, Robert, uh, your thoughts about what's going on with Israel and President Biden going soft. Hi, uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, 
Well, first of all, I want to point out, like, a few days ago, Caroline Glick, who's, like, an expert in this in yep. Israel. I know who she, she is, yeah. She had an article saying Biden is the primary obstacle to Israeli victory. And she also pointed some stuff out in Hebrew. I used the big translate. My Hebrew needs to be a little bit, uh, you know, improved. But anyway, basically, she said that Israel needs to learn how to make their own weapons because they can't depend on the United States. And... Um, now, you have a situation, you know, there was a Spanish prime minister. He accused Israel of violating international humanitarian law in Gaza, and uh, Israel recalled their ambassador from Spain, and also uh, the prime minister reprimanded, you know, the Spanish ambassador in Israel. Now, that's very close to what Blinken did. It was very close to what Blinken did and what Ben Rose actually explicitly did. No, you're right. You know what? You're right. And there has been no action whatsoever in response. And you're right. Uh, Caroline Glick is spot on.